0: Hello the internet and welcome to season 129 episode 5 of Your Daily Zeitgeist, a production by yeah. yeah. Heart Radio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness And say officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers <laughs> Fuck Fox News, okay. fuck the Trump administration okay. It's Friday, uh, April 17th, 2020 My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. COV Quarantine Man uh, that is courtesy of Scott Nutting,
1: Gross, <laughs> and I'm
0: thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray.
1: When it's COVID, that's the time I wash my hands again. When it's COVID, that's the time I wear my mask again. This fucking COVID 19. I know it never ends. It never ends. All the things that I used to see, all the food that I used to eat, all the people I used to touch are stuck in quarantine. Ow! Adam Dodd and Doddfather7 for that. Thank you for that Sugar Ray when it's over, AKA. Because it'll be over. Just don't know. Just don't know. <laughs>
0: Gotta keep <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> uh, and we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by our quarantine co host, Quar Host, the Talented, the Hilarious, the Quar Host, Lil Zam herself, Jamie Loftus! Okay, this is a throwback to I think last
2: week's episode, but it made me laugh so much, right? All right. Well, a love chat <laughs> is a really gross thing that. Desmond does with Oprah. <laughs> Love chat, baby. Love, Love chat, baby. baby. <laughs> That's uh, Christy Yavaguchi at Crispy Beef Donut. Been keeping that one in my pocket for 10 days, but <laughs> here it is.
0: And we are thrilled to be joined in our fourth seat. This is it's a banger, guys. Yeah, we might be uh, splitting the adder. Another here. of the very faces. <laughs> On Mount Zytemore, the hilarious, the talented, the scam goddess herself, Lacey Mosley.
3: Hey, what is up? I don't think I've ever done one of these where Jack was here. Like where it was me, Jamie, Jack, and Miles. true. We've never,
1: this is a first, because it's always Jack or I is missing.
3: Yes. If you're
0: driving right now, uh, pull pull your car over for the next hour, because- This is not safe. And even if you're you're pulled,
1: if even if you are pulled over in the next seven days, explain to the police what has occurred (laughs) here, and say, "Look, this is what this is what (laughs) I'm dealing with. I know I might be driving (laughs) weird, but (laughs) they were all all four of them wrong.
0: This is the true contagion. That zeitgeist pumping through my vein. There
2: is a cursed piece of you. Only have
0: one vein, right? Just one big old vein Uh, on my neck. (laughs) Lacey, how are you doing? I don't think I've spoken with you since uh, the quar. How's, no, how's you haven't.
3: I love that you guys call it the choir. I just put on a hat. Truly, that's it. I was like, how how can I look like I tried? A hat? Yeah. I love that you guys call it the Uh, Black folks, we've been calling it the teen. <laughs>
0: the <laughs> teen? Took, like yeah, that. we both
3: took one half of the word. <laughs> Um, nice. <laughs> I love all the words. I've talked about that on Twitter. All the like uh, pseudonyms for quarantine, Miss Rona, the Rona, um, <laughs> mm. <laughs> anything anybody wants
0: tenderone. to call it, themselves.
3: Oh, yeah. ooh, ooh, that's a new one. I like that.
0: Mm. That's tenderoni. Like yeah,
3: that
2: sounds like a sandwich.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it, it. Gives me like very genuine vibes. Wasn't tenderoni like a '80s like word? Yeah, thing? it was a
0: bit Bobby Brown, mm-hmm. I think. Oh Wasn't yeah, there a, yeah, yeah! When you got a tenderoni, you got to treat her right. <laughs> something along those lines. I've always stood by that advice. Yeah, that, <laughs> that is, that's informed everything uh, about how I live my life. I, when you got a tenderoni, you. you got to treat her right. I've, mm-hmm. um, I've
3: seen you with your tenderoni, Jack. So <laughs> you've, I <believe> seen,
1: that. <laughs> you've seen that in action. My connection dropped out for probably the last minute and a half.
3: Oh, I thought uh, you had just. And
1: I left with, with what was black there. people. Call it went out. And then I came back to you guys talking about Bobby Brown. Yeah, <laughs> what, well, it, what is it? I
3: was wondering why you weren't helping out when we were talking about Tenderoni Miles because I, I knew you were just gonna have the references, like,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: um, Dude, my dad shot the
1: uh, uh, album art for the "Humping Around" video. Uh, really? That, yeah, with him. Yeah, the black and white Bobby Brown thing. My dad took that photo. Iconic.
0: All right, Lacey. Well, we're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're gonna tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about. The astroturfed Tea Party movement is back, Uh, so we're going to look at that. We're going to look at the first person who I've seen uh, say that lockdowns might not be the best way to fight this, that actually isn't like a uh, right-wing scammer, Uh, so we'll look at that argument. Got a segment here I'm calling Dystopio Chico. Uh, It is a bunch Hmm. of different dystopian shit that is happening right now. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> look at Girl Scout cookies. We are going to try and land on a movie that we can uh, all rewatch together. You, uh, so you w- guys can rewatch Chica. it over the weekend. But first, Lacey, what is something from your search
1: history that is revealing about who you are?
3: What is Frenchie from Rock of Love doing? Oh my
1: <laughs> God! You know she she does adult films.
3: See, oh. I, I couldn't even find none of her movies. They must be on tape. Because I was really just looking to see They're anything out there. that friendship I remember French around the up. time,
1: because I think people were saying, like, low key when she was on the show, that she was a performer. And then yeah. then you had seen it. But I don't know now. Wow, I have not. It's funny that you brought up Rock of Love because I was trying to get a group of people to watch Rock of Love uh, together. Just Where to, is it? I mean, streaming? I'm sorry, Flavor of Love together.
3: Uh, so you can stream it on hulu you can stream flavor of love flavor charm school charm school is so good Mm. um rock of love uh it's just girl what's your real name (laughs) (laughs) safari oh Uh, oh Oh. Oh, okay (laughs) uh that's a deep cut for you fans out there um is so I got to a point where like I was watching all the critically acclaimed girls and the Ozarks and the little fires and then I got to a place where I was just like I need some trash like I just want to see people and be like damn y'all's lives is straight poop like and that's what I get from Rock of Love um Frenchie was a fun character cuz like on Hulu they don't blur it so she's just like naked yeah. for real on a reality TV show which is something that's super surreal cuz you never see that Mm. I just I just not to get naked all the time. I just get naked. I can't even do her accent. It's so bizarre. But anyway, I've been eating that shit up because I just needed some ratchet stuff with no point.
1: Is that season that season two? Is that the one, if you recall, like in the first episode, one woman is so drunk she gets kicked out just for being so drunk. She's like, I got eliminated for fucking salty. And
2: hey,
1: don't threaten me with a good time. And she kept yeah, saying and I don't they don't threaten you a good time. Right, right. And they brought it,
2: her back. And Frenchie's on Frenchie it. was on charm school too. Is that mm-hmm. yeah, she was she I feel like Frenchie, she came back for everything.
0: Uh, I just found a tweet from Frenchie from yesterday. <gasps> uh, two? two days ago. Uh, n- no uh, so it was re- in response to a Daily Mail article that says Bill Gates says Donald Trump is dangerous for cutting five hundred million dollars in funding to the WHO. She said, no, at Bill Gates, you are the dangerous one. You created the virus to push your ID 2020 agenda. You made the coronavirus 19. You pay for it in main time. Put the vaccine in your ass.
2: Frenchie.
1: Wow, you got your answer right there. I mean, she
2: stuck the landing. She stuck the landing.
1: (laughs)
3: That's (laughs) Frenchie. Carrie Uh, Strug. The way that she said that is very Frenchy. And I'm not even disappointed that she's obviously a Trump supporter because I wouldn't expect anything less from Frenchy. Frenchy is poop and I love her. Like, she's garbage and I love her. I mean, almost anyone on Rock of
2: Love, the whole cast of Rock of Love for sure, like, is MAGA. Like, yeah, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: The whole energy of it. But I, I mean, I didn't fit her. The tweet actually ends at "real Donald Trump is amazing mega," but uh, that See? was we already. Knew. I think that was implied by by everything that came before. Put um, the vaccine in
2: your ass is a, is a
0: yeah. Uh, that's gonna stick with yeah, me. That's fucking yo. <laughs> the also that
3: might in be where it goes it might actually <laughs> yeah. go in your ass like your that, ass that's seat. an insult but also right. like that's where backsies go yeah i mean
1: but <laughs> in my butt meat i would thank you yeah. in your
3: booty meat um, yeah yeah
1: yeah but that's
0: uh also terrifying the the conspiracy theory that this is all engineered by bill gates to control us all mm. terrifying because i'm scared of it because i believe it's real yeah uh, i just wanted S- to make sure a you guys understood con. Took yeah. my so meeting. put the
1: vaccine in your ass, Bill Gates.
0: <laughs> so so why don't you stick that in your <laughs> ass? Put it in your ass, Bill Gates. Put it in your ass. It's great. Yeah, I can't. I can't improve on that. She she nailed it. Wait, does she say stick it? Does she say stick
1: it up your no, ass or put, put it? it- Oh, that's okay. You're put right, it Jamie. In your ass, that's-
3: I see that her English <laughs> has not improved in the <laughs> but, past uh, fifteen years. And but that's, that's okay.
1: Those are those nuances that make them cut so deep. I want you to put yeah. it in your ass. It in place your ass. it in your ass. Yeah. Huh?
3: The flavor, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lacey. What is something uh, you think is underrated?
3: Underrated. I'm going to say church TV, hmm. um, specifically oh. like. Because on Easter Sunday, obviously, Jesus rose from the tomb. I said this on Twitter, but I couldn't. So I watched Easter on the television. And I go to a scam church. I'm not going to name the name of it because I don't want to be shady. But I go to a L.A. scam church for celebrities and scammers. Mm-hmm. And, like, wow. the, the sermons, they have flavor. Is it a scam? Absolutely. So you have to kind of weed through the scam stuff. Like, in the beginning, for instance, <laughs> of... Easter church, uh, resurrection Sunday, they were like, everybody, we know how y'all feeling out there. We know how COVID is affecting y'all in his name. Uh, which is why me and, and my, and pastor, uh, cause this was the pastor's wife speaking. So me and pastor, we are donating 20% to tithes this week and for the foreseeable future. We are doubling down on God's will to change this mm. circumstance. And, like, I was like, mm. bruh, read the room. We out here getting <laughs> stimulus checks. You talking about I got to give 10% of 1200 to Jesus?
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think I mean, Jesus
3: knows what's going on.
1: <laughs> I mean, but through him, that check was made possible. And the least you could do, considering he did spill his blood Is and give, give him- his mortal life is to give him 10% of that stimulus check. I
2: forget, I forget that Jesus gets the same cut as your agent. That's funny. Yes.
1: Yeah. Jesus <laughs>
2: is your agent of life. Yeah, yeah Jesus, that's true.
1: <laughs> that would be funny. I wonder how many people would be like, <laughs> great artists being courted by an agency, and they're like, "Nah, man, I got an agent already.
2: My 10% right. goes Jesus to
1: Christ, Jesus. Jesus Christ, man.
3: Up yeah. here, Jesus Christ. Jesus you, know how many, you know how many life meetings Jesus has gotten me? 28 oh, years yeah. worth, okay?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I got meetings every day.
1: Who was gonna turn a general to a pitch meeting where you sell it in the room? Jesus. Mm. I was Ugh. looking
2: for. I was looking for like a TV special to watch on Easter, but I couldn't find mm-hmm. the Charlie Brown one. But I found one called "The Easter Bunny Is Coming to Town," and mm. it's ma- it's made by the same people who made Santa Claus Is Coming to Town. It's oh, the, the same- claymation one. It's the same claymation, and it's the same story, but it's the Easter Bunny instead of <laughs> Santa. It's so fucking weird. There's like this whole. Don't watch it. I don't know. It's an hour <laughs> long. They, the 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 brave the the little engine who could is in it, and he drives the Easter Bunny to victory. it's fucked up
0: it's just like a mashup yeah
3: when you said easter bunny coming to town i immediately was like it felt ominous to me like what was he coming to town for (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: i don't like i
3: don't and he's got a
0: knife
2: (laughs) yeah the easter bunny coming to town is a fucked up special but it's a great there's a great villain it's like the queen and it's like one of those queens who hates everybody and she has all these great lines where she's like Make sure the Easter bunny does not come back to town next year. I give you carte blanche. And then she sends soldiers out to kill the Easter
0: bunny. Mm. Oh, shit. He comes back, though. I mean, that is the origin story of the Easter bunny. Yeah, he comes back. And then he kills them all with bullet time uh, (laughs) kung fu, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, who are kids more afraid of? (laughs) Not <laughs> Easter Bunny or Santa. Easter yeah. Bunny is scary. Is a scary yeah. concept because I feel like everyone pictures Life-size
0: them bunny, different. You
2: know? Yeah, it's scary.
0: Yeah, Lacey, what is something you think is overrated?
3: Overrated. I'm tired of seeing COVID nineteen advertisements. Like, I'm so mm. sick of this shit in my soul. Like, I had to stop watching live TV because, like, I'm trying to, you know, watch Blackish. And then every commercial break is like, we know that these are troubling <laughs> times. And we need you to know that Burger King is with you.
0: <laughs>
3: your family may be That's dying, so but you can get a <laughs> You can have a Whopper. it your way. You right. You may not be able to have it outside, yeah. but you can always have it your way. <laughs> like what? Shut up, bitch! Like, like no. you think
2: we don't know? Now more than ever.
1: Now more than ever. Is <laughs> now the more fucking than ever. Phrase. And we understand. People need yeah. to yeah. have
2: it their way.
1: Yeah. Uh, everything is very. I mean, like I I understood the first week when everything. Yeah. Like, what the fuck's going on? He's like, hey, this is what we're trying to do. Come through. We're, we're being safe. But like now they're doing the thing of constantly trying to remind us like when this consumer coma is over, please remember us as -hmm. the brand that checked in with you to try and get your money the second you got your stimulus <laughs> check.
3: Also oh. like they're doing too much. I saw a fucking commercial. I think it was Burger King too that was like people were laying horizontally on their couches and it was like stand up for America <laughs> by staying inside. And then all of the horizontal couches with people laying on them horizontally flipped over they re- so that oh! they were standing yes. up oh. and the couch was like next to them. Salute. And I was like bitch i wanted to fight the tv like, y'all just see me punching my flat screen like, I was like, bitch. y'all have gone too far uh, also how y'all trickery. shooting these how yeah. y'all shooting
2: these social distancing commercials that's a good question because right. they still look like regular commercials stock video of just like rotating couches i've seen
1: some that are so <laughs> vague that i'm like oh this is a bunch of just shit you had in the can that you like yeah. repurpose because you just need like people being like like smiling and like serving (laughs) and giving a bag or something. And then it's like, yeah, great.
3: I feel that way about most, but the couch rotation one, I was like, did y'all just have this sitting around? That's specific, yeah.
0: So is the message of that commercial that like, we know you can't stand up without some sort of assistance, like your couch pushing your body physically up, upright, like WALL-E.
2: It's the power of Burger King that lifts right. you that
0: elevates Jesus.
3: you and your yeah. couch i was just like I, we don't need all of this we know we're tired like i think <laughs> fatigue in quarantine has hit me a lot where i'm just like yeah. okay in the beginning i was like i am a homebody i'm built for this let's go week three i was like okay i would like to leave my home now you know whatever week we're in now i'm like bitch don't talk to me about quarantine like we know yeah. we know yeah and especially yeah. not to sell me fucking Burger King, like the most superfluous <laughs> thing in the world, the thing you never need, the thing
0: you would never need. <laughs> Here's the thing that's going to help with your depression. Yeah. Burger King.
1: Well, did yeah. they have those? Remember when they had those mood meals when it's like, I'm feeling like gloomy AF. Remember they're for like mental health awareness? And it was like, what the
3: fuck? <laughs> Burger that King was, was like, Burger we King, know you're eating it that? when you're sad. Just right. like Taco Bell's like, right. we know you're eating it when you're drunk. <laughs>
1: i barely i don't drink that much and i eat it all the time you know so there's a
3: family guy joke that's like peter i think meg's an alcoholic and he's like no she's not and then they go up to her room there's like a bunch of taco bell rappers and they're like my baby oh
0: man finally what is a myth Lacey? what is something people think is true you know to be false or vice versa
3: uh normalcy i think normalcy is a huge myth i don't think shit was ever normal this country has always been trash everybody's always been one paycheck away or you know health scare away from you know their lives being ruined everyone's living paycheck to paycheck well a large percentage of the country and i think that i'm tired of seeing like brands and and other places like we were talking about with burger king insinuate that when this is over we're gonna return to normalcy like fuck capitalism And if there was any time for all all of us to realize that, it's now. There's more of us than there are billionaires in the world. Hands for the billionaires.
1: Right. Now more than ever. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Dox these people now. I think the other thing is, too, is like, especially when we're looking in a situation where there's all this recovery money going out and we're still having trouble finding out which the corporations, like, which corporations are receiving bailout money and in what amount and all this other shit. It's all happening in the dark again. and. We're looking at like and having, you know, uh, leaders in Congress on the right, especially push back on the like any semblance of sustained assistance or actually taking the opportunity to like reassess how we've even been doing things. It's just it's infuriating. Um, and I feel all like right. that's I, part of this is just like, you know, sort of shock doctrine shit, because like we've been hit with this fucking pandemic and now they're pulling all this other shit. And we're like, ah, oh, I don't know. Like, Yeah, I guess he's fucking trying to say he'll unilaterally adjourn Congress to get like appointees through or fucking sign his own checks. Like we're just kind of like, it's, you know, they're, they're trying to pull a lot of shit already.
3: Yeah. The wall street journal was saying that Donald Trump is fi- the physical checks that people receive for those of us who don't have bank accounts are signed by Donald Trump or have his signature on them. Ugh. Have you confirmed that yeah. to be
2: true? I, yeah, like,
0: yeah, yeah. That's, that I, I'm happening. getting
2: a, har- I'm getting a car, a hard check. That's so, Oh, that's so gross. Because, of course, that's just going to be like called back to during the election of like, well, remember when yeah. you got this check that had my name on like that's so yeah. strategic it's unprecedented
3: too. like checks from the government don't have yeah. president's names on Never. them, And it's not his money. It's such no. a wild manipulation for his broke yeah, ass it's base. Our money
0: to be <laughs> like your hey, own money I- back.
3: But I wrote my name, but from Donald Trump, y'all. It reminds me of Real Housewives of Atlanta. If y'all are real fans, where there was a season way back where Nene was like, "I'm cashing a Trump check," (laughs) and now we're now everybody's cashing a Trump check. It's just that's that's the kind of wild infiltration marketing that is so dangerous, Mm -hmm. and we can't stop it.
1: Yeah, and it's gonna work too (sighs) because there are definitely a group of people who have already felt very cut off from, you know, the mainstream American culture or whatever. And suddenly here comes this magical check floating down from the sky with Donald Trump's name on it. That's going to, that for a very, very, you know, large group of people that will have that effect be like, damn,
2: that's deeply fucked up that that was allowed to happen. I don't know.
1: Yeah. No, and also just like to get into the PPP, like a friend of mine has been mm-hmm. trying very hard to apply and trying in every possible way to apply just to ensure that it happens. But it's been very slow moving.
2: And and, I, and as of today or as of this recording, uh, the, people are saying that the PPP loan money is now gone. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Okay. See, and this is what we have no fucking accountability. We have no way yeah. of ensuring the people that need help. Get help. We only have a way of ensuring that wealthy donors get, you know, fucking, you know, get to steal out of our own pockets.
2: Exactly like there's yeah, yeah. there's no there's not enough oversight to ensure that this money is being distributed fairly, and I feel certain it isn't.
3: I mean Donald Trump has gotten on the internet and literally said that you know he holds the power and the, mm. the money like the first strings to Democrats and was insinuating based through all these movies movies that he was like characterizing himself as the villain ass like just uh I mean we honestly have no control over this country and that man can do whatever he wants and I just I hate it but it is what it is right now. He threatened
0: to adjourn Congress uh, so that he could just like push through his uh, appointments. Yeah he's choosing a hell of a time to really explore the uh, studio space on just authoritarianism uh, as it relates to the presidency. The perfect time when the country's vulnerable. All right, let's take a (laughs) quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back, and so are the Tea Party, the Teabaggers, as uh, we've written here. Yeah, so the
1: fucking it's it's not that necessarily the Tea Party itself is back, but this people are starting to see process, the seeds yeah. of this astroturf bullshit starting to come back up. And the first thing was this yeah. Operation Gridlock nonsense in Lansing, Michigan, where people were wanted to jam up the streets around the Capitol to protest Governor Whitmer's, you know, very well. Uh, well-informed decision to have a stay-at-home order and do as much as possible to prevent the you know, outbreak of uh, coronavirus from overwhelming their healthcare system.
0: People might not have realized at the time during Obama's administration, there was the Tea Party movement, there was a bunch of old people in Glenn Beck dressing up as uh, Revolutionary War heroes, and uh, that was all funded by the Koch brothers or mostly funded, and uh, there's a book on it called a uh, dark money that is mm. really shocking because it completely fooled the the mainstream media and they were like this grassroots movement and it was <laughs> all paid for and uh organized by billionaires to yeah. you know push back against any public uh funding for things that would get in the way of their ability to continue to be billionaires and continue to amass wealth, and
1: obamacare and fighting the death panels yeah. and shit like that cut to right now the where the new panels. death panel is like yeah yeah we'll we'll pick who dies by sending them to work that'll be the new death but yeah. we'll just read what it, anyway so with this uh this action this quote-unquote protest that was going on it was a collaboration between this like Ultra white, uh, ultra right wing conservative group, which is just a really nice way of saying racist scum, in collaboration with Betsy DeVos's the Freedom Fund, which is like this like dark. It's a group that she has to fund shit like this. So Mm -hmm. Betsy DeVos uh, has a hand in this nonsense in Michigan, and this is what we're seeing. Like right where the obviously Obamacare was, you know, in the beginnings, the idea was to provide every person healthcare, uh, and that would have probably done a bit of damage to the private insurance industry. Uh, So they found ways of pushing back. Like when you look at now, when you have the billionaire business owning class saying, my money is not being generated because my laborers are being told to stay at home. I need to get this shit going again. How can I do this? Let me find a group of people who are racist enough. Because this is the thing to keep in mind. When you look at the sort of the look of this uh, grid operation gridlock protest, A lot of older white people, a lot of MAGA flags, a lot of American flags, a lot of Confederate flags. Okay, Uh, but when you when you juxtapose that with the news last week about how the people that were being disproportionately affected by COVID-19 were black and brown people, especially in places like Detroit, and the response are these people to say, hey, everyone should go back to work. I'm seeing that uh, sheltering at home prevents this bad thing we're talking. Well, I want the opposite of that. And it makes you wonder what the you know, what their end game is, because it's definitely not the fucking economy. Um, so you know, when you look at all these things together, you see these are sort of the manifestations of the will of these this higher this billionaire class trying to figure out ways to be like, how can we create this this sentiment or appearance that people are like, this is fucked up.
2: We gotta fight. And it's yeah. by sending the goofiest, like, the goofiest people on the planet like out. It just uh, People the, who wear costumes
3: like pictures, every day.
2: The pictures are so <laughs> yeah, so cringy.
1: Well, they were, you know, not only were they not socially distancing. I mean, like it turned no. into like a fucking tailgate, essentially. Uh, but then they were also all the traffic they were causing around the Capitol building was preventing like easy access to a hospital. Like the like a shift change was held up because of the traffic was too bad trying to get to the hospital. And it's just it, it's it's an it's just an absurd notion that. There are there's a large group of people. This is just to create the optics that there is this this point of view that is relevant and actually makes sense rather than people who have been fed a steady diet of propaganda who have right. found a, a an easy logic, like stream of logic, which basically says, I can do whatever the fuck I want when I want because constitution. Um, is sort see- of like the rally cry.
2: Were you seeing some of the pictures that came out of this whole yeah. thing? It's so, it's, I mean... And Ohio to scary as fuck. There's a there's a okay so I've got a picture of a, a guy uh wrapped in bubble wrap and he's got little stickers that say fragile and then he just taped a piece of printer paper that he wrote millennial on uh oh <laughs> cuz millennials Wait. are fragile do you understand You know what I'm going to pack it up
1: hey. after that only oh. Wait
2: I'm going to I'll send an image to the chat there's another guy that's just in a fucking like riddler ass American uh, American flag suit And then he's wearing an American, a second American flag as a cape. It's just like, yeah, if you're going to do this, at least be fashionable.
1: This is the thing, though, when you look at there was a poll that came out, though, that sort of underlines how much of a fucking minuscule amount of people like are actually of this belief that they're like, we got at all costs. I'm willing to die to get the fucking to to please the billionaire class to get capitalism back. Yeah. Yeah. So in this poll, it said more than eight in 10 voters, 81 percent said Americans, quote, should continue to social distance for as long as is needed to curb the spread of coronavirus, even if that means continued damage to the economy. And even within if you break it up by party, 89 Mm -hmm. percent said uh, 89 percent of Democrats said we should continue social distancing um, until, you know, we can until we know it's going to actually help our uh, health outcomes. And Republicans, 72% of Republicans also feel the same way. So even within Republicans, like it's still a majority feeling among people to be like, yeah, man, this is fucking scary. Uh, And I think this also says to me that maybe, like when you look at normally, you'd look at things sort of going down party lines or uh, demographically about what party you're in. But when you have 72% of Republicans, that shows that A, they're probably aware of people who have contracted it. They probably are aware of people who are working around it who are also scared. And those, like all those anxieties, are not abstract to them as well. Like, I don't think most of the time it's easy to think away half the other shit or pretend your ideology can cover up these sort of like blind spots in your thinking. But 72% I think shows just how pervasive it actually is when it enters that thinking.
3: Yeah, because this doesn't require yeah. any level of empathy, which if you need empathy from the Republican Party when it comes to issues that don't affect them, it's never going to happen. Not, yeah. right. um, so when you're dealing with something where like they got nurses in their families, they got doctors in their families, they have everything that you know we have on our side and their families as well. So it feels tangible And so now everybody's like, oh, okay, yeah, we can stay inside. But it's crazy because since the news cycle is so overrun with like crap right now, I do feel it's super dangerous still that Betsy DeVos would embolden people to do this shit because it's going to get coverage Mm -hmm. and people are just sitting at home with nothing to do but watch the news.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: I'm a little worried about the the thing becoming publicized that like Democrats are in favor of. Uh, isolation and lockdowns and Republicans are in favor of like going back to work just because uh, that I have read like a couple of interesting articles that are basically like the specifically the social isolation, like the, the idea that you have to be locked in your house and that we should be giving out um, tickets to people who don't like stay inside their house uh is actually not the the best way to combat this not like it's uh causing too much of an economic burden but more that it's like the states or the cities um or countries that were su- successfully able to uh keep coronavirus at bay did not have this social isolation going on they had basically masks uh everybody was wearing masks they had really healthy testing they had basically it's this guy who's a he's not a doctor he's like a an advisor to countries on disease spread and he is basically making the case that like it's not as clean cut as uh it's sometimes being made that like you have to stay inside your home and if you go outside your home you're being irresponsible he's just saying wear masks wash your hands but like the association of responsible action with not running errands and not like going outside of your house is a little overblown and it just kind of worries me when Trump when we're seeding the idea that like you have to stay inside your home to like that becomes the democratic position
3: mm.
0: like he was just making the point that he he's drawing the distinction between centralized quarantining which is when a person who has the disease test positive to for the disease uh, is separated from the population and also everyone that they that was exposed to them is like quarantined versus this more generalized quarantining where like everybody in the society stays at home and isn't allowed outside of their house. He was saying that that is actually not something that we have uh, any experience with with or any uh empirical reason to believe that that is the thing that is going to
1: save us i don't um, i don't know how to so, feel
2: about that yeah
1: well i think unfortunately you know like they po- he'll point to examples in asia where you know the the biggest difference is we don't have testing that's so, what I was about to right. Say. right that's, that's why we have to yeah. do this bullshit and right. i think that's what that's they need the that's that's the message i understand like the fear yeah. of this being branded as a democratic position of, like, wither in your home until the economy turns to shit. But rather than right. saying, yay, we want to get the fuck out. You know how we do that? By ramping up our testing. The testing has declined yeah. in the country. like they Because have, we yeah, want to keep our exactly numbers right. looking yeah. good te- so
3: that we can get out.
1: And there mm. are labs saying, hey, we have all this testing capacity that's going unused. What the fuck? Like, you know, and we're running out of chemical agents to do the testing and all these things. But this is... Part of it. And I think that's the other thing that people need to really communicate to everyone else. If you are a listener, please put this in your brain very clearly so you can articulate this to other people. The reason why other countries have been able to move out of this phase is because they have enough testing so they know who the fuck. Has the illness and who they've been talking to. They can contact trace. Right. Since we don't do that, we can't do an elegant approach to this because we don't have the capacity to do that. So we have to do this very brute thing of being like, "Okay, fuck it, everybody stay inside," because we don't know what the yeah, fuck's exactly. going on. We don't have testing. I think that's which, exactly right.
2: Which is which is like even more frustrating when you like see the it sounds like good news but i don't even i mean it's hard to even trust Of like oh I'm, you know america's numbers are starting to get better but it's like you're right miles there's just less tests happening <laughs> so of course yeah. the numbers look better like it's it still feels very impossible to know
0: right yeah and death sir we set two uh death records in a row on a wednesday and thursday i think or uh tuesday and wednesday so it's
1: We're doing the thing that the government did in Puerto Rico after the hurricane is obscuring what the real death toll is. So you can come out with this weird other number and get hyper specific. I know they are trying to say like lump in likely deaths too, but that's going to be another battle between Trump and the CDC and shit like that, where he's going to probably give directives to make, to do whatever he can to make those numbers look smaller. Meanwhile, there are many people like you know, they're finding people just in their homes and like, yeah, that's probably fucking COVID nineteen, but we haven't we can't test yet. So what do mm-hmm. we do? Yeah. It's just a just a bad situation.
3: It's like we've all played Monopoly yeah. and the fun thing about Monopoly is like you always start a game thinking that you go have a good time and by the end you like about to fist fight one of your cousins. Mm -hmm. and now America's (laughs) all sitting in their houses playing fucking Monopoly and this whole time we were told that capitalism was fun and that this gives you a chance to be a billionaire even if you started you know very very poor right, from the bottom and so we all you know have drank that Kool-Aid for so long and now we're sitting in our houses playing Monopoly for real we're like oh Monopoly is a horrible game and has never been fun Mm -hmm. for anyone ever Um, (laughs) and so and that's like really what the issue with the test it's like we don't have tests so now we have to play monopoly guys like right. and stay in our houses and fight our neighbors um but that's just ugh, i just don't want that spin i'm so tired of republican spin it's so dangerous i don't know how we combat it like do we need to start lying like shit at this point like ruthless like yeah it'd be like ram be paul the-
1: created it y'all need to look at <laughs> ram paul <laughs> can't believe that motherfucker like
3: do we need our own that, name for deep state what's the democratic deep state i mean they, they really are just lying
1: the shallow yeah. commonwealth
2: i was thinking about the other monopoly is too is is so pro-landlord that i'm like how how were we raised on this <laughs> yeah. shit
1: it's yeah, just it was to like, you, be hey. a landlord it's Hell yeah, they're like up. how many houses can you put on that shit?
2: It's fucked up.
0: It was started as a game to like highlight how fucked up capitalism was by somebody who was like a socialist and then they like slowly edited out the part where it, there's like an implicit critique of mono- of monopolies and uh capitalism and it became like how hard can you capitalism uh and <laughs> yes. winner gets
2: People ruin everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you imagine
3: the pandemic edition of Monopoly? <laughs> that's that's what uh, we're playing right now. It's not. What us. are the icons? Lacey, you have a I'm,
1: laptop uh, yeah. for your Zoom meetings. Yeah. Uh, a toilet paper roll. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, you gotta
2: have the toilet paper roll. I'll fight a, you for that one. <laughs>
1: you got you got like the mask? designer mask. Yeah. Yeah, designer yeah. You got a mask. mask.
3: Got a glove. Mask.
1: Got a glove. Um... <sighs>
3: Damn! What else? What else? You got a little Postmates baggie. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Or like a Postmates robot. I saw one of those on the street the other day. It freaked me out. Aren't
2: those scary? I hate. Wait, are those out there? Yeah, they've they uh, out here. They out here. I got one a couple months ago. What are they? So scary. Postmates Postmates.
3: robots. We've talked about it on here before, but they're on the streets, and now the streets are empty. And I was like doing my social distancing walk, and just a robot went past me. A Postmates robot. It was crossing the street. God, did you socially distance? I did, because, you know, hey. You don't know who's touched the robot. You don't know who's touched the robot. You don't know where
1: that robot's been?
2: The only things in my neighborhood now are like Postmates robots and coyotes. (laughs) That's like, that's it.
1: Oh my God, what a (laughs) fucking. It really is like straight
0: up. There's like a lot of straight-up dystopian shit. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess we can move on to the dystopio Chico uh, segment <laughs> Jack, here. What
1: uh, are, you, <laughs> are you drinking a lot of Topo Chico or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Topo Chico, Chico a, house. A lot, lot of fans out there. Please someone draw uh, the
2: dystopio Chico bottle. <laughs> uh, dystopia.
0: So uh, Emirates, uh, the airline is blood testing people before they let you board. Wait, Emirates Airlines is? I
2: don't trust airline needles. <laughs> airline needles?
0: Yeah, they they healthy. won't even clean their fucking plane.
2: Yeah. I like, so like, who's
0: <laughs> giving I mean,
3: you the test? The flight attendant? How is
0: this the solution?
3: Are they like, this? the flight attendant like, oh, right. okay, you want some yeah, water? That's, also, give me your van. It's when
0: you check in, I think.
1: <laughs> I mean, look, oh, the United the Arab Emirates may be an oppressive human rights violating state, but- don't say shit about those planes, man. You seen those fucking those Casey Neistat videos where he's like in the fucking three oh. billion dollar suite? Woo! They oh, clean that. Right. They clean those. But all right, hey, fine. They can.
2: Do? Okay, fine. I'll do their needles.
1: Ford is testing uh,
0: bracelets that they'll give to their workers that start vibrating when they come within six feet of each other, like a fucking uh, dog. Yeah, it'll go yeah, around your you neck. If you come it's within okay, one good, good. foot, it shocks you, and then if you touch each other. Uh, it makes your head explode i think is uh, the you turn next into level a fucking
2: fruit gusher if you get too close to people that's that, that's yeah. na- that's a horrible idea please don't treat humans like dogs
0: <laughs> and then they're talking about immunity passports which would be like if you test as having the antibody in your blood like in blood serum tests, you would get like a immunity passport that would enable you to like go around, go about your life like you used to. Um, there's just like all sorts of huge problems, both with our current ability to test. Like it's, I think they said there's 5% um, inaccuracy, which would cause a bunch of people who didn't actually have the antibodies to go out and think that they were safe. There's also just the idea of it would kind of incentivize people to uh, get the disease so that they could then like be invincible to to uh, social distancing rules. What uh, a
3: roll of the dice. <laughs> I either am invincible I or I die of coronavirus. They're-
0: right.
2: <laughs> Love this roulette situation for us.
0: Yeah, so there, there's just all sorts of reasons. It's kind of terrifying but could be coming. I
3: mean, I guess everybody's got to get their ideas out there. Okay? You know, when coronavirus came around, everybody was like, you know what? No idea is a bad idea. Mm. Everyone throw out whatever you got. Right. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> so it was like bracelets. Bracelets around everyone's arms, and they and they buzz and catch fire as okay, you get okay. to six I'll feet. write that
1: down. Write that
3: Put down. it on the board.
2: Put it on. Okay, the cool. they're, they're, okay well, if it comes in different colors, people won't notice that it's a shock collar. So just. Uh, right, I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah right.
3: absolutely, absolutely. Writing it down.
1: <laughs> there are no bad ideas. There are no bad ideas. What <laughs> if we changed? Time. What if we changed the flow of money and wealth in this country to favor working people? And let the wealthier people absorb the bad idea. Shut How are you, you Ted? Up.
2: How are you, are
3: you Ted? Mark. Get the
2: fuck Get out. out!
3: Fuck! Sorry
1: about that, guys. Sorry. Now, what were you saying about the condoms with the holes in them?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just like that someone could see this as a fun, creative opportunity. They're like, look, this has never happened before, so there's really a lot of opportunity to hurt people in new and fun ways
0: distancing tech is a real growth industry guys uh i think i'm gonna start (laughs) putting a lot of you know this is our
3: time if we get on amazon buy a bunch of black turtlenecks go to an ivy league school online drop out really quick go to our garages Mm -hmm. you know do the whole like bill gates Mm -hmm. like do the whole steve jobs story and then we make up like distancing tech
0: You just buy a bunch of dog collars and then resell them to Ford for like twenty thousand dollars a pop.
2: Uh, yes, can't in a black wait for this dystopian entrepreneur's story. I swear to God, Forbes, less than a year from now, some fucking distancing tech billionaire is going to exist. Oh yeah, oh for and sure. And then we'll all have. I'm to trying just to make explode. it meat. I'm
3: trying to make it meat. <laughs> trying to figure out how to make meat. <laughs>
1: You're probably going to be out here selling fake immunity passports.
3: There. Right. I'm going to try to do the Elizabeth Holmes. Remember, she had the tiny thing. You know what right. I mean? So what tiny thing can I yeah, make tiny for social? test. <laughs> right. I'm going to bring that back. I'm going to be like, but this time it's for real. <laughs> no, you can't see anything, but it's real. Look at my turtleneck.
0: God. So we're so dumb. Everyone who like who was familiar at all with, testing of any for anything was like that's impossible and she raised like billions and billions of dollars that's great Mm -hmm. uh it's almost like capitalism doesn't work what if (laughs) i raise all the money and then
3: we don't need it anymore Hmm. what well, then people will just forget yeah. about it.
1: That's your excuse after you raise it?
3: Yeah, and then I'll be like, no, well, look how it was when we canceled the CDC team or our pandemic team. Look how what happened then. So y'all got to let me keep the money mm-hmm. for the next pandemic when it gets popping. I'm going to hold it, it for And then when the y'all. next one gets popping, I'm going to leave town. I'm going to hold it for
1: right now. I'm going to hold it for right now,
2: this though, because right
0: y'all know right what here, happened last right I'm here. just
2: protecting it. Yeah.
0: Uh, all right, guys, let's take another quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. So one organization that's having trouble with their balance sheet is the Girl Scouts yeah. of America. Yeah. Because oh, the pandemic hit right as Girl Scout cookies were uh, being delivered. Right. Damn, this that's season. my favorite gang. Firing it that up. That is my
2: yeah. favorite gang organization. Can you can you order them like online or something? I'd still I think be you down can. I'm
1: pretty some. sure you can. The 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 reason down. though is like a lot of parents have been like, "Yo, these like." You know, these shits are five bucks a pop. You know, they get the case, it adds up. I'm holding all this. And now they're like, they, they got to pay their first bill pretty soon. A lot of parents. And they're like, well, hold on. I have not been able to get my foot soldiers on the block. Okay. <laughs> right. To the Selling track. them
3: rocks. Yeah. Selling exactly. them cookie they're rocks.
1: Not, they're not playing catch. Okay. Well, they'd be maybe tossing a tennis ball up and down the street, but they're, they're not playing catch. Okay. Yeah. And they're, how do
3: you intimidate your coworkers on Zoom to buy the cookies? Because y'all know that's the thing. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: <laughs> How much so, money would you pay to see a bunch of Girl Scout moms on a Zoom call? Like, what do we do? Like, or just Zoom like bomb. having a fucking panic attack.
1: <laughs> well, no. <laughs> oh, so that's what. That's so good. That's kind of the vibe I'm right looking now.
0: Looking at that guy who uh, was saying, like, casting some doubt about the empirical evidence on social distancing. He's funded by the Girl Scouts of America. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
1: Holy shit. Oh shit! Big GSC. So, yeah, a lot of parents are worried, like, hey, I've got all this product. I've not been able to move. Uh, I know I took it on consignment, uh, but, you know, like, what am I supposed to do here? And essentially, they said there have been some reports that the locals have been like, you need to pay because you took them. So that's how this works. Yeah. And they're, and some parents are like, I have hundreds of dollars worth of fucking cookies that I'm not going to put my whole family in a diabetic shock trying to eat for breakfast all day. So. That a lot of people, there's been a lot of concern. Apparently, the main uh, head office has said they are going. They're working to ensure that no parent or organization is shouldering the financial burden for the excess product. But I'm also probably sure that, like, how would you know if they were a year old anyway? Like, I feel like half the time I eat a Girl Scout cookie. I'm. I suspect it's a year old. That's true. Then, oh yeah.
2: I wonder. Yeah. I mean, who who is behind like Big Girl Scout? Like, where does that is there like a huge, big Girl Scout There's, money there's gotta think. be some yeah. like real serious money in the Girl Scouts somewhere. Cause also, I feel like it's one of those things, it's almost like a, a Carol Baskin Tiger Farm thing where everyone who does the shit for Girl Scouts doesn't get paid. They all like, all the moms are volunteering. So people no, are just running their It's like they're getting business. a
3: shirt, they're getting a badge, they're getting some flex, you know, at the next meeting, like whoever's moving the most weight and the cookie weight. You know, maybe they get a scooter or something. I remember in high uh in middle school they used to do those prize contests where it'd be like, If you sell ten thousand dollars, you get an iPod nano. <laughs> it's like that don't that don't add up. That's not a good yeah. cut. That's not a good cut of the profits.
1: I mean that's like capitalism though. They're like, if you do this this labor that renders me three million dollars, I will pay you forty eight thousand a year.
2: I quit after uh, third grade because I just wasn't. I'm not a born salesperson. Uh, no, I was just like, I can't. I can't run a business. I'm nine. <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> like, I can't run a business.
0: I'm nine. I that's what these nine yeah, year olds did are did you doing. guys do magazine subscriptions? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Magazine drive. Yeah, Mm -hmm. magazine
3: drives, candle drives.
0: Wild that they just like had us out there selling wrap candy magazines, like just garbage. At one point, like they they brought in like all these different, like sort of classy gifts that you could buy for your parents that like cost. Like I bought my mom a jewelry box that like immediately turned the table it was sitting on green. (laughs) The table. (laughs) Oh yeah. That was like through the school, like that. There's so many scams. That's wild. Yeah, right? I like never really even thought about. I it. bought my
1: mom through there, uh, like a pair of earrings, like those like nice adult gifts, and, and now she has mm-hmm. a limp. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that wasn't a scam was the fucking Scholastic shit. That was that oh, was, love
1: the book club. That yeah. was great.
2: Book book club rule, because uh, that was when you were getting something for you. Yeah. Yeah. Because I got all the erasers. And
1: when they bring out those big red fucking cases off the truck that you knew would open up into a sales, like bookstore stand, I'm like, yep, yeah. here we go. Yeah. It's time for the book sales. Hell yeah. The thing with the magazine drive, there was always one kid at my school, and I'll call his ass out by name David Hamanaka. His mom worked at a fucking, like, I don't know, a fucking hospital or bank or some shit. Because this motherfucker was—I'm not joking—he was moving like more than like some grades combined, like through his mother, like through wherever his mom worked, and we're all—I was always like, man, fucking everyone's like, David Hamanaka's is gonna fucking get the fucking pizza party and shit. But well, that's that's
2: See, the frustrating thing is like, if if in order for you to do well at this, people had to—you had to like know people who had money, which mm-hmm. I did not, and you had to have very likable parents. Which is not not everyone has or
3: unlikable. Right. Because it seems (laughs) nobody wants to be shook down like that. That's not fun for anybody (laughs) involved.
2: Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think David oh was God. messing
3: the bag up, though, because if you're moving weight like that, you got to get in contact with the company and be like, look, I don't yeah. want this Razor scooter. Cut me yeah. off 15K. Like,
1: we, need to work this, right. we need to work this deal out, man.
3: I got the orders right
0: here. Oh, shit, you got Hamanaka Oh, here, you got class, Hamanaka? Dude? That's fucking tight. Hey, We're Hamanaka coming. Hamanaka coming. guaranteed come pizza in. party. <laughs> <laughs> So I do want to restart the conversation on what movie we should rewatch with our listeners uh, over this weekend. Let's pick one. Give it a shot. Uh, There's a thread in the uh, Zeitgang Reddit that's got uh, some pretty good suggestions, 12 Monkeys, a goofy movie, Pee Wee's Mm. Big Adventure, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, uh, some that we've been talking about on the show, Contact, Jaws. Um contagion is one that kind of makes sense because uh, everybody's rewatching it. it. <laughs> yeah, we're living I it right like now. I feel like I've
2: seen it because it's our life. Yeah. Right. I
3: wake up and open my eyes and contagion is playing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, turn this shit off. I'm stuck in a simulation.
1: <laughs> I can't take turn off my off. VR headset.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's I know somebody at Netflix is just writing another uh, oh. season of Black Mirror. And it's mm. literally going to oh, yeah. be this shit. You know they're just jizzing away, just writing it like oh, oh, black so be good
0: again. writers
2: have been covered <laughs>
0: jizzing in. Jizzing away cum. is one of <laughs> yeah. the funniest phrases I've ever heard. There, he's off there just jizzing away.
3: That's how it works, guys. Right? That's how it
0: works. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like yeah. It's like it's as if there's no gravity. the, the jizz You get just
3: excited, like, oh, and this is like someone stepped like, on a bottle of lotion. I'm sorry yeah. for that analogy. No, no. It's
1: like it's like the <laughs> feather at the beginning of Forrest Gump. It just it just whimsically takes off, jizzing, jizzing away. away.
0: <laughs> um, it's like a Wally spraying that uh, fire extinguisher <laughs> around in
1: space. The yeah, uh, movie wise, I Contagion to me feels too on the nose. <laughs> uh, yeah. Twelve Monkeys. I've I've thought I've about. I've never seen that. What is it? I is haven't is seen Twelve Monkeys in a minute. Oh,
0: 12 Monkeys is so good. What's That's it? one of my favorites.
2: Is it fun?
0: Yeah, uh, kind of. Is it sad? <laughs> it's got Brad Pitt. <laughs>
3: Yeah, okay. Strong argument. Dan says no. I'm getting a vehement no from Dan.
2: <laughs> we gotta watch something fun. Oh, this yeah, movie doesn't look fun at all. 12. Little Rascals? Monkeys.
1: Oh, wow. Ooh. Uh, I've
0: never seen a goofy movie, and that's apparently. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm, I haven't seen good. a goofy movie. A classic. It's good. You haven't either? Nah.
2: Caitlin and I were talking about how the be- one of the best parts of a Goofy movie is you find out- Don't tell me. You find out Goofy's last name is Goof. Oh,
1: I- <laughs> spoiler <laughs> Goof- alert.
2: They call him Max Goof. You're like, wait, that means his dad is Goofy Goof? Goofy Goof. Yes.
1: Hell yes. Oh, man. Like how DJ Khaled's real name is Khaled Khaled? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that true?
0: Yeah. Wow. So do we want to do a Goofy movie? We want to do 12 Monkeys.
1: Uh, we want to do- Let's go in a goofy movie. I think that that's
2: gotta start fun. Classic.
1: Looking at a film like that old, that's meant for children, through my adult eyes during the quarantine, I think I'm gonna have a lot of interesting analyses.
0: Yes, <laughs> a goofy movie. That is courtesy of Oh Hal D Roy. That that was his recommendation.
1: All right, Oh Hal well, D Roy. Well, then watch over the weekend, y'all. You got your homework, so you don't get left behind on this discussion.
0: Uh, all right. That's what we're gonna watch it. I, I'm looking forward to it, and that's one that I can probably watch with my kids. So well, that's not bad. You can watch Twelve oh. Monkeys with the um, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. It was I mean, they've seen all all my top five. They've seen Pulp Fiction. They've seen Twelve
1: Monkeys. Yeah, my, Reservoir yeah. Dogs. Pulp so there.
2: Fiction. That's just good parenting. Yeah, that's my favorite kids movie.
0: <laughs>
1: oh yeah, <laughs> mine was Eraserhead, Dogs,
0: Goofy movie. They're all all good dog movies. Mm-hmm. Cool. Lacey, it's been a pleasure having you, as oh, always. Oh, it's been so fun. Nice see you. Where can people uh, find you and follow you?
3: You can find me at Diva lacey on all platforms. If you want to hear my podcast, Scam Goddess Pod. We recently got into Twitter fights during the quarantine, which was fun and exciting. If you're into that sort of thing. Famous Twitter Yes. Yes, and there is one quarantine app, uh, but the sound quality is trash, and I told everybody that a bunch, and then they still tweeted at me like, Lacey, this sound, and I was like, <laughs> bitch, I told you, <laughs> I told you, Um, so, you know, I don't know if we're gonna do any more quarantine apps, because we have banked episodes, but, you know, hey, whatever, worth a show. Um, right, right, and tweets that I have been enjoying. Oh, also, single parents this week, uh, there's a full episode of me having a baby that came out on Wednesday. So if you want to go see me have a baby um, on TV, like, do that. Um, and then a tweet that I've been enjoying. I have two, guys. One is going to require some little audio. So I'm going to try to play it through my mic so you guys can hear it. But here's the one that I'm going to read. Um Look, I'm not going to shame someone for coming out, but Pollen, you sh- you could have waited. We're literally in a pandemic. Uh, and that's for <laughs> all my allergy people because every time yeah. I take a social distancing walk, yeah. my nose start running and I'm like, I got the Rona. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Immediately Cardi B's voice comes in my head like, coronavirus. <laughs> um, <laughs> mm. And then this is a tweet that, truly had me on my knees. Um and you don't need to see the tweet. Um, but it is a woman talking in her journal and I will play it for you one moment. Ear
4: diary. I'm trying to figure out what my nigga not texting me back. He said he's trying to get his mind together for the quarantine. But you been on quarantine. Cause you ain't got no car. At this point I just wanna live in this nigga's skin so bad so I can see what the fuck he be doing when he not with me. Like I don't wanna belong to the streets no more. Because there's not even no streets no more. He probably onto me because I said we was going to link after the quarantine. Okay, so what I'm lying? It sounds good. So just text back. I really just want one boyfriend. But if God want me to have three, then 12 it is. I'm not putting up with this. I already got a lot of shit on my plate. People keep asking me, am I okay? No. <laughs> Bitch, I want to sit at a restaurant. I want to get my hair done. I want to get my nails done. But I keep seeing fresh box braids and full sets popping up on my timeline. Like, no, I'm not okay. <laughs> Doing drugs in the house is getting boring now. I want to go somewhere on drugs outside. Yes, <laughs> <P.S. S. laughs> Corona, we tired. We get it, sis. Let us out.
1: Oh, that is man. so good. <laughs> drugs it's outside.
3: Bad. She said, if um, <laughs> God want me to have three boyfriends, 12, it, God, is. 12 it is. <laughs> A perfect monologue. <laughs> yes oh and i wow. should give credit to who that is from that is from kia the cali girl
2: kia the mm. cali girl shout out to you
0: that was amazing uh <laughs> jamie where can people find you and what's the tweet you've been enjoying
2: you can find me on twitter at jamie loftus help instagram at jamie christ superstar listen to the Bechtel cast do whatever you want really let's see a tweet i've been enjoying is this is from at scoog uh it says it says millennial culture is texting someone to let them know you're going to call them so they can mentally prepare for the eventual phone call. Which <laughs> which I think is it gets even worse when it comes into Zoom because I'm like a on, on the phone, I'm a pacer. So being like confined by Zoom is also like a whole nother level. But yeah. Oh,
1: you're isn't that how the CIA gave uh, bin Laden the code name in Zero Dark Thirty, the pacer? The pacer, really? yeah, because you would go outside and walk back and forth a bunch. I don't know. Again, uh, don't ask me wow, why. These you're these are a dark down thirty prom.
2: hive. They're- yeah,
1: <laughs> big a low hive.
0: <laughs> Miles, where can people find you? What's tweet you've been enjoying?
1: Twitter, Instagram, PlayStation Network. Miles of Gray, Uh, and also my other podcast, Four Twenty Day Fiance with Sophia Alexandra getting high, talking about. The, just a the wonderful garbage show that is 90 Day Fiance. A tweet that I like is from past guest Alyssa Lim Paris, and I can relate as someone who is uh, shacked up and quarred up. Uh, then her tweet says, So how was your day? Me to my boyfriend after spending every waking second with him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird. We have these habitual like ple- pleasantries still hardline, and you're like, Oh, so how, well, how was work today? And I'm like, I know you 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 heard me screaming through the door anyway, so not much new.
2: I said I said good morning to my boyfriend this morning, and he said, "Don't lie."
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus,
2: really dark. Don't you lie to
1: me. Grizzled
0: old man shit.
1: Don't lie. (laughs) Oh, also, sorry. One more tweet because a lot of uh, Zeitgang were tagging me, and it was from the Onion. It said from at the Onion. Boyfriend announces plan to spend infuriating afternoons speaking in Australian accent. Oh my god
0: <laughs> Wow well, you better
1: Hold on to your butts, mate, because uh, uh, I'm about to get into a really oh, bad baby. habit. <laughs> That's amazing.
0: Aaron Burdett tweeted, if I was James Bond and a woman told me her name was Pussy Galore, my first question would be, what? <laughs> uh, and then Mary H.K. Choi <laughs> tweeted, Can someone fix bacon packaging? This has gone on long enough. Uh, that's, that's true. That's true. That is true.
1: Oscar Mayer is that just a peel part?
3: Yeah, but it's you don't get that in all the Bacons And why is it set up like you Uh. gotta feed a whole family of twenty every time you open a pack?
1: (laughs) I know, Uh. right?
0: Come on, bacon. You can find me at Jack underscore O'Brien on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at the Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzikeguys.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. footnotes. We we'll link off to the information we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what's that going to be?
1: Uh, we are going to go out on a track uh, by this artist called Against All Logic, um, who I have not really been familiar with, but I heard this track because uh, it had a sample of the song. If love you. Don't wanna be right, uh, because <laughs> okay. Anyway, so this song is actually called uh, "If Loving You Is Wrong," but it's got like a nice little loaf. It's got like a very I don't know dark sort of uh, sample-based electronic feel to it. I don't know. It feels very like hmm. like if like an opening sequence for somebody living in the choir, like going through their morning routine. That's what I saw because that's hmm. how my imagination okay. works now in isolation. <laughs> hmm. Well, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio.
0: For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for this morning. Uh, we're going to ride out on that moody electronic sample based uh, vibe, and we will be back this afternoon to tell you what's trending. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.
3: Bye. Bye. Am I wrong?